Hello and welcome to another episode of Beth Pal Bam. As always, I'm Paul, and up front I am going to apologise for the lateness of this episode. Um, we were meant to record this time last week. Uh, sadly, I had to have uh, some dental work done, which left me unable to talk for a few days, um, which doesn't help for the for the host. But we we've pushed back. Sadly. Josh can't make it tonight. He's he's out as a typical student. He's out on the Raz, I think. Um, and we're going to say up front now, Craig has left the show. Um, not for any bad reasons. Obviously, I record with him weekly. It is just a case of we haven't got a huge amount of time between us all. We're all working full time jobs. This is this is a hobby, and and Craig just felt that it was better that he concentrated on on stuff that he knew more about. And that's not to say he won't be with us again. He may join us at a, a later show. We don't know. But at the moment, he is going to take a break. As I said, we're all still friends. It's nothing nothing bad has happened. It is just <laughs> due to time. But I am lucky that I am joined um, by my second in command, um, Mr. Tony Bofton. Greetings. Yes, so it is just the two of us tonight. Um, we haven't got a great deal to talk about. I think we've been talking about it for for months and months, but I would imagine next month will be our our Netflix Marvel roundup. Um, the final show has now aired. Um, I'm halfway through it. Tony, I know you've been away for the weekend and and haven't seen any of it yet, but I'm sure uh, we we will have caught, we will have caught up by. The, by next month's episode and we'll be able to do our final roundup yep. on the show. We have to we have to talk about it. It's the reason why we started doing this show in the first place was was mainly those shows coming along and, and we really did concentrate on those shows for, for a long time. Um, mm. having guests from those shows and, and things like that. We so we do want to wrap it up as it as it comes to a close. Um, so that will be next month's episode. So this month as I said we've got not loads to talk about so we're going to kind of concentrate on a few areas. Um, I said to Tony beforehand, there was a little bit of, of news I wanted to talk about beforehand, and I'd, I'm not even sure if Tony's seen it, but um, the announcement that J.J. Abrahams and his son will be writing a Spider-Man comic for Marvel. Uh, I didn't see I saw there have been some movement with Abrahams on one of these things, but I, and I saw that potentially we might be getting a comic based on the abandoned Raimi script. Well, but I've not heard of JJ writing a comic. No, that's uh, JJ has been announced today that he will be writing a comic alongside his son. Um, ah. It's he's going to introduce some new stuff, um, a new new villain um, that hasn't been seen before. Um, I can't remember what they said. So this was basically the tease that was about a couple of days ago then? Well, I think this, it's, it possibly is, yeah. Um, yeah. It's not been confirmed, but yeah, that, that countdown when everybody thought it was it was a comic book version of, of Raimi's unused script, uh, it was actually a countdown um, that they were doing, so I'm assuming that... Oh, so there, was, there were three and a two turned up? Yeah, I definitely them. saw the, the three. Um, I'm not sure whether we, I saw any of the others, but... Uh, um, yeah, it definitely seemed like it was a it was a countdown. Um, if I remember rightly, the villain that they want to introduce is a character called Cadavra um, that they've created. Um, apparently, they've been in talks for this for quite a while, and I'm assuming it's it's Ooh, had to, character. Yeah, I'm assuming it's had to wait until JJ was done with Star Wars. Um, it probably hasn't had a lot of time. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, that just it just intrigued me that that once again we've got another big TV and film writer moving into to comic books again, mm. um, in the same way that Joss Whedon did. Indeed, uh, yeah. Um, uh, our own Joss will be very happy with that, I suspect. Yeah. So, um, probably but, tap him up for that. His thoughts next week, next yeah, month. It just it just intrigued me that that he'd moved on um, from from producing such <laughs> a huge film um, to doing well, this. Comics give them a little bit even more creative freedom as well, don't they, as writers? Yeah. Can, there's, there's no budget for starters. No, exactly. It's all on the page. So, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to reading it. Um, mm, I'll keep an eye out for that. I've, I've started to try and read a little bit more comic book stuff. Um, mm. Obviously, you saw that, and we'll talk about this, on something else that we'll, we'll talk about at the end of this show. Um but started reading the the Star Wars Galaxy Edge comics, and I can never say his name. The guy that created Babylon Five, uh, J. Michael Straczynski. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been reading his Thor story um, ah. that he wrote when when Thor came back to Earth on on New Asgard. Um, so mm. I've been reading that recently. So I'm I'm trying to to take in some more comics at the moment. So I'll definitely be intrigued to see. Um, where this this story for Spider-Man goes. Uh, mm. so, yeah. I suppose the other thing is, well, they couldn't really go down the Spider-Man 4 route on a comic because the rumour was that Vulture was going to be in Spider-Man 4 and we've got this in Vulture, haven't we, on screen? So Yeah, so, so it's interesting. And, and sticking with Spider-Man, I have just seen that Amy Pascal has confirmed that um, Tom Hardy will be back as Eddie Brock and Venom in the the sequel that's been mm. confirmed on on a kind of week where press junkets with Kevin Feige has has kind of alluded to the fact that Venom may make an appearance in in a future Spider-Man film. Mm. Um, well, I I I still think that they're going to use multiverse options as a get out for Sony's movies. Yeah, if they need to, basically. Yeah, it's, it's going to be um, interesting to see where that mm. where they take it. It's interesting because Amy Pascal has has technically moved on uh, yeah. and isn't working for Sony anymore. So, yeah, I mean, if you if you, if you want to be really out there, it, it would never happen. Is it? You treat treat the animated film as another one of the multiverses? That would be so cool. Well, it'd, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, like Tobey Maguire as the the old man Spider Man that we yeah. we met would be would be great. Uh, yeah. I'd have absolutely no problems with that at all. No, that'd be cool. Um, and I know I I do believe they did consider Tobey Maguire at the time um, yeah. with the animated stuff, um, mm. but felt it was a little bit too on the nose that maybe he would be, he would be welcome a bit further on mm. in the story rather than throwing him straight in. Yeah. Um, so. But I'm looking forward to all of that stuff. Sony seem to to nail that, and and their animation stuff's pretty good anyway. Uh, the likes of Hotel yeah. Transylvania and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I enjoy those films. So Sony have mm. really seemed to have, have nailed that animated stuff. So hopefully, and and we went and saw it together, didn't we? The yeah, uh, Into I'm, the Spider Verse. I, I, I did buy it recently, and I need to watch it. Down and watch it again. Actually. Yeah. So, so really, that was I think that was the the news we wanted to cover, and um, I think we'll we'll talk about mainly your bit now, Tony. I think 
because you've um, you've been out and about on adventures in recent yeah. recent weeks. Yeah, so lots of course. Well, one of them we were kind of both at the same event. Yeah. Well, no, we weren't really, were we? So, <laughs> well, I suppose we, we can talk. We can talk about one at the end, can't we? Once yeah. So, yeah. So, ultimate unfortunately, because you didn't make no. Um, because you were elsewhere, sort of drowning your sorrows at Wembley. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> but um, yeah, so last month I went to um, Star Fury Ultimates, which was their 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 sort of new sort of franchise con, for want of a better word, I suppose, for thing for all things comic book and predominantly Supergirl and Agents of Shield. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of repeat guests again. Kyler Lee was back again. Um, and we had uh, Ian De Castanecker. I can never say his name. You see, you might have yeah. that one. I think he's Ian De Castanecker, isn't it? Or Something Kastanecker. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, um, and Brianna was back again. She's become one of my favourite guests, actually. She just really goes with the flow. Um, oh, because for me, the highlight amongst the guests they were this time around was meeting Adrian Pazdar. Yeah who's a guy whose career I sort of followed on and off for, for a long time, going right back to sort of Top Gun. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the film he made about cross-dressing called Just Like a Woman, and that's about like the start of the 90s, I think, 92 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, he's been around, the guy's been around for a while. He's in a series called Profit, yeah. um, which was short-lived. Uh, he, he does very – and he's very much one of these go-to guys now you hire for, for, for suited villains. Yeah, and uh, of course he's been in both Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Supergirl. Yes, um, yeah. So yeah. was uh, so yes, a crossover guest. Crossover guest. Uh, I met him, what, 10 years ago. Oh, uh, why? During, during the the Heroes clamour. Uh, I met him, oh, yes, of course, yeah. I met him first at London Film and Comic Con, um, and then I met him at the TV BAFTAs as oh, well, why? not long afterwards. Um, yeah. Yes, because he didn't make it to either of the um, short-lived sort of... Sh- Massive events, constantly. No, he didn't. I'm not sure whether he was originally going to one of them or not. But... Um, I can't remember whether he was. Because the actress who played his mother in the show was at the first one. She memory serves. Yeah, she was definitely at one of them, and of course she's yeah. she's popped up in some stuff recently, recently as well. Mm. Um, can't remember what it was I saw her in, but yeah. Oh, so cool! So that's something we both met. Yeah, and he was really good. Um. I saw a couple of Q and A's. One of which was his. Actually, got got to ask him a question about um, about both those films. Funnily enough, um, <laughs> about whether he had to go for a boot camp and a high yield shoot camp or something <laughs> like that. I think <laughs> for the two films, and he did he did sort of tell us about a couple of great little anecdotes about both those films because he only kind of has one line in Top Gun towards the end. Yeah. Um, something just asking about where um, Maverick is or something like that, and he said apparently he was. There was something went down in the, in the, I can't remember the detail now, in, in, in the sort of shooting of that scene where he's having to actually sort of hold in a big laugh whilst he's sort of talking to this, to his colleague, um, which was quite interesting. And he said it was a very interesting experience with, with the director, with Scott directing. Um, and then he also asked him a similar question about, about just like a woman. He said, and he, he sort of regaled about some of the training and sort of nights out he had to do in full sort of dressed as a woman, stuff like that. And, it was a really interesting sort of chat, really. And as you know me, I always do tend to enjoy those sort of talks more. Yeah. With the guests who've got quite a lengthy career, uh, as opposed to some of the sort of more now and younger and fresh-faced guests. Yeah. Because they haven't got so much to talk about. No. 
No, and they, they, I think they sometimes they struggle at that age as well to kind of get across. Mm. I know last year I watched a few of the, the Gotham guest talks, or not last year, the year before. Yeah. Um, and that was a struggle sometimes sitting through some of them. And I, don't get me wrong, the, the people were, were lovely, but I think sometimes they just struggle to get across what they, they want at, at that age when they've got a little bit less experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say I don't think – I'm not sure. Because just because the way – you know, the way these things work out at the bigger cons, yeah. we end up sort of following a track a little bit. I don't think I saw any of the main Supergirl talks in the end. Um, I was, there was a couple I really wanted to see, actually. One of them was the, was the Nicole Maines talk. Yeah. Because uh, that, that kid just brings so much now to the table. has gone through so much in quite a young life. Yeah. Um, and is a really gutsy performer and, and she's getting out there and doing stuff for, for that community. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was a bit disappointed. I didn't see her talk. Apparently it was a really good talk. Uh, the one of the days, I think she sat down and it looked like, um, she was on stage with, um, the actress who plays Miss Tessmark, I believe. Yeah. I saw some of the photos. We look like they were sort of having, having an impromptu tea or something like that. <laughs> they were. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that's the Star Fury con attitude right there. It's, yeah, yeah, we, we do like a little bit of performance on stage sometimes in those yeah. little talks. Yeah, no, uh, we've seen we've seen a fair few performances over the years on the, yeah, on those stages. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's nice that that they feel relaxed enough guests that they can do that and just yeah. bring something different to the table on the talks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got through. We've got got all my autographs quite. I want to say it was quite a breeze. The one session run was a bit longer than the other. The, <laughs> the, the one session was, um, had a couple of Brits in it. Matt Ryan was in there and, oh. um, yeah, Matt but, takes his Matt time. Was, uh, as a bonus guest, so it wasn't too bad with him. He's yeah. went so long. Um, but we also on the Sunday ended up with an extra bonus guest. Yes. Uh, whose name escapes me at the moment, unfortunately. I've already got a town. Oh. Let me find it. Yeah, and this is the, this is the annoying thing. This really annoyed me as well because I'm a massive fan of The Mentalist, um, and she was in that. And I, for the life of me, I can't remember what her name is. But yeah, she's she's British, which I didn't didn't realise for a long time. Um, there was a couple. In fact, there was a couple of British act, actors in in The Mentalist. Yep. Um, yes, yeah, Simon. He's a Brit, isn't he? Uh, no, he's Australian. Oh, Australian, sorry, yes, yeah, yes. He's a, uh, it was well, the, well, Commonwealth, yeah, basically. Yeah, it was the, the two kind of supporting leads, um, that were, that were a British. And for the life of me, I still can't remember her name. Um, so I'm going to look it up and see what it says. Um, what is her name? So she's basically the guest we had was it? I think she basically came to the con with Adrian. Yeah. Um, there we go. Um. Um. Uh, Amanda Rigetti. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah. I suppose we talked about who she played as well. Yeah. Um. So she was uh in Captain America: First Avenger. Um. And she played, she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, wasn't she? Yeah, she's basically sort of pretending to be a, well, the ner- reco- kind of recovery room nurse, for want of a better description. Yes. 
in that, in that sort of scene at the, uh, the at the end of the film. Yeah, she's the one that tries to convince Cappy still in the 1940s. Yeah. Um, yeah. Only for her, um, only for her to mess it up. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he escapes. Yeah. And so basically, she was sort of uh, there on the Saturday evening at the costume competition. Uh, Sean Harry announced that she'd be doing some photos and uh, autos on the Sunday. Uh, and I think she got, uh, there was a few people, I, I did get a 10 by 8 with her because it was, it was nice to meet her actually, isn't it? An extra guest. And I've got a sort of Captain America 10 by 8 sign. So. <laughs> Any of you who didn't have a cat project with him was probably seething a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but that, the pro- that, problem is, and that's the first time I can remember. Oh, sorry. The problem is that he hasn't had any of the movie guests really, other no. than than Haley. Um, no. So people might have had projects that they started with Haley uh, yeah. <laughs> that they left at home. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, but uh, that was nice because it's been a while since I can remember an extra guest turn up over the weekend like yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's been been a long time because it used to be a regular yeah. thing. You you yeah. get there and they just go, oh, here's so and so. The amount of times it yeah. happened with angel guests, firefly guests, um, over the years, we've had people turn up like Nathan Fillion uh, as bonus guests that we didn't know were going to be there. That would be mm. the white room. When he had three Firefly guests turn up without telling anybody. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember that. It was just they were completely shocked from everybody there, yeah. wasn't it? it was, remember that. We've had Jay August Richards turned up when he when he wasn't on the guest list, and yeah, all sorts of people over the years. And it's sad that it's it's become like you can't because people want to plan in advance so much these days and. Mm. And things like that. So it's become a, a kind of a thing of the past, but it's nice yeah. to see that it it's still going. Yeah. Yeah. So she was a company. She was, I say, accompanied Adrian to the event. I think uh, Sean basically invited her out, but she wanted to do some photos and all that. Boom! Yeah, we got an extra extra auto guest on the Sunday. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So it was a really good con, actually. Um, different venue, of course, this year at the Metropole in Birmingham. Yeah, it was bye bye to Blackpool. Yeah, um, as was always with these things, people were sort of, I believe, sort of saying, "Oh, we don't want it in Blackpool." And then, of course, then it goes to that hotel, and they're moaning about the prices and the venue, yeah. <laughs> the location. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I'd hate to be a con organizer because no matter what they do, they can never win. I don't think. No, exactly. <laughs> And talking talking that, the, it looks like the likelihood that we're going to lose one of our con venues as well, um, with the with the loss of the thistle. I'm assuming in Heathrow. Um, yes, assuming that happens, I believe it's actually right slap bang on the end of the of the perimeter there somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. After well, the that, village basically. That that whole village is going to be be flattened for the new runway at Heathrow Airport. Mm. Um, so that's somewhere that was the venue of my first Star Fury convention that I went to. Yeah, was the Thistle. Um, and it's just so strange to think that that hotel and those pubs, the McDonald's, the the Premier Inn that only opened a few years ago. Yeah, exactly. All that just disappear. It's just I can't quite get my head around it. No, and it's going to be done in, in the next five or six years. Yeah, yeah, uh, very strange, very sad. Week. So yeah, yeah, it'll be be strange to see that yeah. that gone. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that was that. Yeah, it was a really good con. Caught up a few people. I say, got everything done. Yeah. The the one auto session, and it was a bit longer than the other, but 
I got three or four photos. Yeah, it was a, it was a good, nice, relaxing weekend. Yeah, and I suppose um, at this so point we we should mention that that next year's events have been announced. Um, yeah, and it's been split. Yep. So from from next year, um, there will be a Marvel event and there will be a DC event, um, in the space of about six weeks, I believe. Yeah. Um, between each like other, yep. so the the DC event now is May. Yeah, May the 3rd, I think, roughly. And the Marvel event is, the following month is, is in June. And, and originally it was yep. the other way around. They've had to swap them, um, due to filming on Supergirl. Yeah. Um, they believe that they'll be filming by June, uh, next year. Um, whereas the Marvel event, the likelihood is that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be cancelled by then. Um, yeah, so the they newest, should be free. Yeah, mm. the newest seasons are already filming at the moment. Um, so they should be free. So they've they've swapped them round, um, so that the Marvel event is later on in in the year, and and Supergirl will or the DC event will come before Supergirl has to start filming. Yeah. So I'm and, not and sure. Credit to Star Fury as well. They've sort of addressed the issue. Of people who've got those dates, sort of certain tickets, where there there is a sort of limited period, sort of swap around offer and. Yeah. You can swap for each con, and I think it's at some point in July there's a cut off on that. Yeah. So, so they've addressed that and acknowledged that it might be a problem for some people. So. And I know you've already booked for the Marvel event, am I right? Oh, that's right, yes. Yeah, I've had to sort of had to make a choice between the two, really. Yeah. Um, and I've gone with the Marvel one because, I mean, that's where we came to this from, and yeah. I'm drawn more to that. As people know my cosplay options, DC's probably got more interesting cosplay options for me. <laughs> yeah. Overall, but I think the Marvel side is more I'm drawn to. Yeah. So, and the, the fandom is a little less um, noisy. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little less harsh. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so moving on from there, I then sort of popped up to um, a couple of weeks back in Birmingham again a couple of weeks later at the NEC. Yeah. For the Saturday of Collectomania. Yes. Which was the Showmasters event. Um, first one I've been to in the, in that venue at the NEC. I don't mind that venue. Um, and it actually worked for that con because it, it wasn't massively busy. Uh, it was a decent lineup, I guess. I went and saw, got photographs of Laura Van Der Voort, um, from Supergirl. And I think she was in Smallville and the remake. Um, also got autograph with Helen Slater for a project, uh, Mikhail Brooks and photograph with him. And also Finn Jones from Iron Fist. Yes. Um, again there, I got in and got two of the autographs within about 10 minutes of being there. <laughs> I just yeah. sort of, Mikhail Brooks was open queue, which was really surprising. Um, and Helen Slater, I got a low ticket and she was rattling through. But the problem I had with the autographs that day was actually Laura's. I got a ticket and I'm like 120 something. Mm. And by the, when I left at four o'clock, I'm not sure they'd even got to that number. Oh. She was one of those guests who was really quite slow and, and they're off doing some other stuff as well. And apparently she's already signed anybody that day. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> so I sort of abandoned that one. Um, Finn Jones was great. Really nice guy. Yeah. Um, did manage to catch his talk as well. Uh, a lot of the questions he had in the talk, is about, they're about half-hour talks at that event. Uh, a lot of Game of Thrones questions coming up for him, interestingly, as opposed to Iron Fist. Yeah. Um, 
So a lot of people are possibly meeting him as a Thrones fan. Yeah, and I, I met him back when Collectomania was still at Milton Keynes. Um, when he'd only just, he'd just finished on, on Game of Thrones. So that's, that's a while back. Um, but I still yeah. need, I need to meet him again for, for Iron Fist just to get my, yeah. uh, my comic signed. And of course, Jessica Henwick was originally going, I and mean, she's now going to LFCC, which I believe he's been announced for as well. Yep, yeah. So they've got the the duo there instead now. Um, yeah. Jessica was was filming something else, I believe. Um, I presume they're doing a double photo with them. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm mulling over doing the Friday of that event, whether I can get a decent train ticket. Which is I what I did. Not last year, the year before, I did the Friday, mm. um, and it was so much easier. Yeah, um, but the Friday can be a difference between an advance ticket costing me 80 quid to get down there or something like £200 for the day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's ridiculous from where I live. Yeah. So I need to sort of have a look at that this week. Um, I think there's, there's a usual sort of mix of guests at that one, isn't there? And there's one or two Marvel guests like that, we say. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, and then after that, and of course, we've just done another con this very weekend. Yep. Which had at least one Marvel guest, did it? Yeah, I, I kind of did it. <laughs> and uh, and again, that was the Star Fury uh, Enchanted Con, which was for fans of Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Um, and the Marvel guest, of course, I'm referring to is Joss Dallas. Yeah, the original f- fan draw. Hmm. Um, well, second choice to be replaced by the first choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, he the character was originally meant to be played by Zach Levi. Obviously, as people know him now as Shazam. Uh, as Billy Batson, um, who then had to pull out when his TV series Chuck got renewed. So Josh Dallas came in, did the first <laughs> Thor film. He then got the role in Once Upon a Time, um, and couldn't couldn't film the second one. So Zach came back, <laughs> and replaced him. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't actually. I, wanna, I was just saying. Want to ask me about that? Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually go. I was at the event, but I didn't have a ticket. Um, yeah. My wife Lisa had a ticket, and she. So she you went were in left bouncing, so, basically. Yeah, so I was I was sat in the the hotel reception waiting for everybody to come through. Um, spent the weekend in a hotel room, so can't argue with that. So I was yeah. I was happy, and I I would have loved to have met both Josh and uh, his wife Jennifer Goodwin, who yeah. um, a lot of people will know from other things. Um, probably most recently Zoo, Zootopia or Zootropolis, depending on, on where you're from. Um, that's probably our most well-known role outside of Once Upon a Time, um, in recent, recent years. So, so yeah. And it's uh, actually their first ever con. Yes, it was. Um, and I think they really enjoyed it too. Uh, Josh yeah, certainly was too. really getting into the spirit. Yeah. And I heard nothing but good things about both of them. So. But yeah, no, it was. It seemed like everything went well. Um, with all the guests, um, another comic book actor, I suppose you can you can say in David Anders. Um, yes, yeah. Now, currently, I Zombie. Um, people will know know that comic book, I'm sure. Um, he's been in that for for a while. Also in Heroes Inside Adrian. Yeah, as well, so. yeah, exactly. So. Two people popping in and out of, of different things. I did fair. I suppose a lot of people would know him as well over the yeah, years. Yeah, Resident Evil and the Mummy, they'd probably know him from yeah. mostly. 
Yeah. So really, really good lineup. Um, yeah, and it was actually a really nice, relaxed con in the end. Yeah, it seemed like Lash it. It was very mad and manic. Yeah. Um, Lana Prilla is one of the main guests, and she has a certain sub fandom which can be quite intense. Yeah. Um, and we didn't get that this time. So it was a much more relaxed event, and I, I know one or two of the staff who said it was much easier to work this time around as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah. It's- and there'll be another one next year. Originally, it was announced that it would be the final one, but that that seems yeah. to have changed now. Um, Star Fury seemed to have had a bit of a change of heart after after dealing with this one. Um, oh, so I didn't see that. I yeah, the, he's considering another one after. Well, he uh, originally he announced that the announcement for next year's was the final Enchanted, but he changed yeah. it, so mm. it now just says Enchanted 2020. Uh, interesting. So. Yeah, which I wasn't going to go to, but I've sort of, <laughs> speaking to your good lady wife, I'm sort of reconsidering my position for yeah. that. Uh, and I may even buy a ticket next year, you never know. Wow. Yeah, you're banking on Robert going, aren't you? <laughs> you, you well, yeah, there's, there's that. I, I get the, f- but then I want to meet Emily de Ravine as well, so. Yeah, well, I think she could be a good, good chat as well. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets both of them and goes down that route and yeah. he, he's, he's seeming to pick sort of, he's gone with pairs, hasn't he? The, the first one you had two sisters effectively. Yeah, and with Rebecca and Lana. And, and Sean yeah. obviously was, was thrown in there as well. Um, yeah. Jared. Um, for last year and then this year seemed to be yeah. more the the charmants. Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise if he went down the gold family next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we shall see. So, yeah. Who are, who yeah, are so... actually appearing at London Film and Comic Con? Mm. So well, we're just waiting for that to be gotten out of the way, and then I think the announcement will probably come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all. Stuff we don't get into, like contracts and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, and I I think that really covers the the conventions you've certainly been to in in recent weeks. Um, We did want to talk about one one little thing that we've got a mutual love of at the moment, um, and that's Lucifer. And, again, that ties into the cons anyway, because there's one coming up in February. Yes, so, yes, it's a show... I watched the first series when it hit Fox about a year or so back, 18 yeah. months back. Um, didn't realise then like series two had come back, so I m- missed it. <laughs> at the time. And then it's sort of, I got Amazon Prime. So I got Amazon Prime and then it starts coming back on Fox <laughs> to repeat. So I've been, depending on what mood I'm in, I've been catching up on series two and three either on Fox or on Amazon, depending yeah. on what mood I'm in. Yeah. So I'm only part way so, through season one at the moment. Yeah, um, but really, really, really enjoying it. Um, it's great. I'm loving it. So yeah, I'm about third into series three. Yeah, and uh, it's just a show that constantly has my draw jaw on the floor. Or it has me chortling out loud because there's some amazing little moments yeah. in the show. Yeah, and um, I really love it for where it's it's filmed. Um, the fact that it's all filmed on Hollywood Boulevard just it's brilliant. And I, I sit here watching a couple of times, and I found out since the club that he owns, Lux, is meant to be in the building next door to the El Capitan Theatre on Hollywood Boulevard, owned by Disney. Ah, ah uh, interesting. And you can actually see it in the background, in some of the shots. <laughs> you can actually see it standing behind him. I'm like, yeah, but it's got nothing to do with Disney. How are they getting away with this? Um, 
but it's, it just yeah. it makes makes me laugh. Some of the the things he does to try and make people believe who he is and. Yeah. Tom Mellis, he's just a great, he's so good in that central role. Uh, amazing from what he's come from as well. That all yeah. of a sudden he was, he was in this massive comedy show here in the UK. Um, as like the second main, main character in it, but kind of, it's, it is a comedy and it's, it is a supporting role. He's, he's nowhere near the lead in it. And then all mm. of a sudden he's leading this really popular show in the US. Um, yeah. It's just brilliant. And yeah. the supporting cast is great as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, to, to a man and woman, they're super. Uh, as the show's gone on, my two favourites have become Mays and Lopez. The, the actresses that play this part are just so incredible to watch. And such great comic timing. Yeah. Uh, it's the humour, I think, that really draws me and keeps me going. There's some really dark bits in the show, but it's the humour between everybody. Like I say, it's just a great cast. Yeah. Great interactions. And, and again, there's um, people in there that we've met over the years. Um, DB Woodside, mm-hmm. um, from, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was in the, the final, final season of that. Trisha Helfer from Battlestar Galactica, I know, comes into it later on. Yep. Um, and she's fantastic in it, actually. So, yes, yeah, so just some, some great cult actors in there as well. Um, yeah. Which grabs, grabs your attention and um, just wonderfully and wicked. It. I think it's, it's <laughs> um, the worst. And it's actually, that's the other, talking about conventions, there's the second Star Fury Lux event, which is coming up in February, yeah. again at the Metropole. Um, and I'm mulling over probably booking a ticket for it, just on the back of catching up with the show. I couldn't make the first one, because it was down in Brighton in like the middle of February, and that's the wrong time of year if we trekking down there. Yeah. Um, Isn't it sure even it earlier this time? Is it January no, this time? No, it's... it's it's around the same time, I think. It's end of January, start of February, something like that. A couple of weeks in February, I think. Something like that, 7th or something like that. Um, but again, it's, it's Birmingham, so again, I'm tempted to maybe go to that. Because he's got pretty much, I think, the full cast again, or as near yeah. as damn it. Yeah, but he's, de- he's certainly got Tom. I know that for a, for a yeah. fact. Um, so. Yeah. so, yeah. No, I'm going to keep no, watching that. If you haven't watched it, Get on it because it's an absolutely fantastic show. Yeah, and and as Tony said, it is on the first three seasons are on Amazon Prime. That's right. Um, the latest season, season four, after it got cancelled um, in the US, it actually got picked up by Netflix. Um, so Netflix yeah. have got exclusive rights on season four. She's really weird, isn't it? In some way. Yeah, well, that, it confused the hell out of me when I was trying to find it because we've got we've got the first two seasons saved on the Skybox. Yeah. But I knew it was on Amazon Prime, and then I was like, but there's only three seasons on there. I know there's a fourth <laughs> season out at the moment. What's going on? And then I read up, and it was like, oh, it's the season four is on Netflix. So that confused yeah. me. <laughs> but, Don't take much to confuse us as we get older. No, <laughs> it really doesn't. So, <laughs> But on that note, I think that kind of wraps us up. I know I said we hadn't got loads to talk about and it is only the two of us so we we've kind of rapidly got through what we wanted to talk about and yep. um but on that note as i said relating to star wars galaxy's edge um we are literally about to do something brand new in the next few minutes once this is done um tony and myself are starting a new podcast um Woo-hoo. lucasfilm is the name of the podcast shun 
um, is going to be recorded very shortly. Um, we're going to be delving into the history of Lucasfilm, um, going way back to right to the start. Um, maybe talking a bit about George himself. Um, the first episode is just going to be about us um, and how we we fell in love with the Lucasfilm films and and all the stuff that surrounds it. Um, so it's going to be kind of an episode zero between the two of us, but that's not going out on the After Dark Podcast Network. That's actually going to be a, a, an in-house stuff. It's it's going to be produced by Magical Kingdom of Walt, myself. Um, for now, um, we'll see how it goes. Um, but we're going to start off, and it's going to be in-house, um, just between me and Tony. Um, that's the first one. Um, we have got another plan. Um, we haven't really dived into that yet. That's not going to be for for a little while yet. But we're hoping to start a podcast about uh, streaming, streaming TV. Um, I know we've talked about it tonight quite a bit. Um, so that that one's going to be called Netflix and Podcast. Um, that's as I said, it's not going to be for a while. But again, that'll be in house. It's going to be be something new, and we're we're going to work on that and try and make that better. And and hopefully you'll you'll join us on these two new endeavours. Um, the uh, the Lucasfilm one will be out around the same time as this episode, so go and check it out. As I said, Lucasfilm is the name of the podcast on. Um, and, yeah, just thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us, as always. Tony, thank you for joining me tonight. I know no we, were, we were a bit scarce on the ground today, um, but hopefully Josh will be back for, for next month's Netflix Um round up um, so thank you again and we'll see you next time Good night. this podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.